This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning. We welcome John. Good morning, John. And uh, your wife, Kat, and you are having a little bit of a spat. A spat with Kat. What is going on here? What's the problem? My wife thought baby needed a new pair of shoes, right? And uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the problem. But, no. but here's the thing. She buys me clothes. Fine. She's my wife. And, and usually it's cool. But this time, she didn't get them from a store. She got them from down the block where uh, we had a neighbor who is no longer with us, unfortunately. The guy passed away. He was an older man. I didn't even really know him. He used to walk his dog around fine. He's gone, and they had an estate sale, and they're selling his stuff. And my wife, you know, she did a looky-loo thing. She goes down there and comes back with this man's shoes for me, and, and not just, like, one pair. She got dress shoes, hiking boots, gym shoes uh, from this guy who's dead. They look fine. They look, like, you know, pretty good, but um, I'm not trying to wear haunted shoes. I, I don't want to put my feet in these shoes that, you know, a guy had his feet that he was just about to die. And maybe he did die in one of these pairs of shoes. Oh, no. And uh, I don't want to, I don't want to go there. So Kat went to the estate sale, comes back home with three pairs of shoes uh, that belong to a man who recently passed away. And you don't want to wear them. I don't even want them in the house. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> wear them. It's a little bit creepy. I mean, even if, check it out. If this guy was still alive and it was a neighbor, whatever, and she comes back with my neighbor's three pairs of shoes, I don't want that. I'm not so, you know, desperate in life that I'm trying to put my feet in someone else's shoes. Like, that's not... The oh, come on. You're not wearing his underwear. It's not that intimate. He, he, I'm sure he had socks on. It's, it's cutting it close, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not like underwear, but it's like a man's feet. Yeah, maybe he wasn't wearing socks. I don't know. I don't know what this guy was doing. But the shoes are in pretty good condition, though. Yeah. Like, pawn them off on somebody else, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I know too much at this point. The guy, he's a dead man, and his shoes are in our house, and my wife is, like, giving me a guilt trip to, to wear them. I'm, <laughs> okay. <laughs> not okay. Gonna and you're not going to wear them? No, I'm not. No, I, I think I've been pretty clear about it. I'd like to hear a brief closing argument from you before we go to the jury. So here, here's where I stand. 
a man died and you, like a ghoul, went to his house and collected his clothing, and not just his clothing, his shoes, and you're and you're foisting this footwear on me, and it's creeping me out. I don't even want him in the house. Let, let's go to the store, babe. Buy me some shoes. All right, Statman, you're first. I, I don't know whose shoes I'm wearing right now, but I know I got a great deal on them. These Vans I'm wearing right this moment, I got them for 20 bucks. At where? Uh, Plato's Closet. Oh, I really? have no shame of where. I don't know if they're from a dead man or somebody who just, I don't know, didn't want some red Vans. I think you're way overthinking it here, man. I, I'm on your wife's team here. She saved you some money. No, she, she actually wasted our money because... I'm not going to wear them. And whatever she paid for, you know, dead shoes is just, <laughs> that's a waste. Because it's not happening. <laughs> okay, Ashley. This is so weird. I, I don't really care where things come from, you know? Like, I would wear the shoes. I think you're being, I don't, dramatic, maybe? A little over the top. Who cares? Like, I think your wife was trying to do something nice for you. Maybe just put them on. Who knows? You might really like them. All right. Uh, well, you know what? Right now it's two votes for Cat, but uh, John, you're going to get one because I just got one thing to say to you. Are you ready? You hit me. Dead man walking. I. That's all I would be thinking about is that dead man walking when I'm wearing those no. shoes. I don't want to wear shoes that some guy, like you said, was wearing right before he died. I just think like maybe a belt I'd use or I don't know, a, a sport coat. But the shoes just feel like a very personal thing to me, and I, I'm not wearing a dead guy's shoes. I'm with you, man. But uh, two to one, we sided with Cat over you. But let's see what our B105 jury has to say through the app and at 749-B105, all right? Thanks. I got to tell you, there's not enough uh, fungicide in the world to spray in there to get my feet in there. Sorry, <laughs> Stat. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Religiously. B105, the Big Dave Show. Who was right last night? Uh, we heard from John, who neighbor down the street passed away. His wife, Kat, went to the estate sale and came home with three pairs of new shoes for John. Same size as the guy that passed. He doesn't want to wear them. Doesn't want to wear a dead guy's shoes. Said she wasted her money. Doesn't even want them in the house. We sided with Kat, the wife, over John two to one, but that doesn't mean anything. Carla from Middletown is also on Team John, and why is that? Coming from the uh, orthopedic side, you don't wear somebody else's shoes. Everyone, their feet are formed differently, which creates a different walk. So it's, it's really not, this is from my healthcare side. Oh, that's a good perspective. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, he's already kind of molded the shoes, the guy that owned right. them before. Right. Uh, Brittany from Cincinnati says uh, John is definitely being dramatic. Absolutely. Had he not found out where the shoes were from, he would have worn them and showed them off to all of his friends and say, hey, my wife got me these cool shoes. But the fact that he does know is the problem. I think it's just one of those things. It's almost like when you eat McDonald's chicken nuggets. You don't watch the video about how they get the chicken. <laughs> yeah. nuggets. You don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't want to know. You just dip them in your ketchup and go on about it. Yes, yes. Exactly. Ignorance is bliss, right? Just go about your day. Thank you so much. And Jessica from Eastgate is an also big team John here. I think you can wear used shoes, but once you know where they came from, it makes it harder. I think you should sell them at Play-Doh's and take the money and buy new shoes.
Oh, okay. And then Stat will buy them from Play-Dohs. If they're size 13, yes. you bet that you know it. <laughs> That's right. He won't know that they came from a dead man. Christina's weighed in on the B105 app. There's no difference in buying used shoes. However, knowing they came from a deceased man is weird, and I would only wear them if they were super expensive and something I've been wanting and don't want to pay the money for. <laughs> I'm 50-50. Also wouldn't have said that they came from a dead man and took that to the grave with me. Oh. Okay. Rodney brings up a good point. Uh, if he ever goes bowling, you know he's wearing somebody else's shoes. Do they just not bowl ever? <laughs> That's the uh, truth. John's not a bowler. And it looks like Brian might have summed it up pretty good here. Dude, that's weirder than finding 37 frogs with three eyes in your bathroom eating oatmeal at 2 a.m. Just go buy some (laughs) shoes. I wouldn't wear them. (laughs) More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Jelly Roll, I need a favor, maybe a flavor, uh, as in a condiment is what we're talking about here. Because back during the Who Was Right last night, uh, listener jury calls, we had somebody call in. And here was the scenario. It was uh, a guy, John, whose wife bought him a pair of shoes at an estate sale, a guy that just died. She bought him three pairs, and he doesn't want to wear them. So we were discussing that, how odd that is. And then we had this call call in to explain why she would wear the shoes. I think it's just one of those things. It's almost like when you eat McDonald's chicken nuggets. You don't watch the video about how they get the chicken. <laughs> yeah. You don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't want to know. You just dip them in your ketchup and go on about it. So you, Ashley, saying that you dip your chicken nuggets in ketchup just sparked people riding in through the B105 app wanting to say, what? Why? Yeah, seriously. I didn't know that was weird. I didn't either because Ronnie wrote in on the, on the B105 app and said, speaking of the who was right, did Ashley just say she dips her chicken nuggets in ketchup? And I'm like, that's how I've lived my whole life. Yeah. yeah I wrote back to Ronnie. was like, is, is that weird? I mean, you could get ketchup at the drive-thru. And he followed up with saying, well, I do kind of put ketchup on chickens, but just my scrambled eggs. <laughs> and I've heard a lot of people putting ketchup on scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. See, I don't do that, but a chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, uh, you have a comment here about Ashley dipping her nuggets, chicken nugs, whatever, into ketchup. What is that? I don't think it would be gross. I just think it's a little bit odd. I've never heard of anybody doing it. What? Which, which That's how I grew up. I was, uh, I'm a big, our family's like big ketchup people. Like, on everything. Because I found it odd when I found out that Officer Nick doesn't really eat ketchup, even with fries. Yeah, I don't eat a hot dog or like a burger. I don't either. (laughs) I I do mustard on potatoes and fries and tater tots and stuff. That's what I like. I will, from time to time, put ketchup on a a hot dog. But but will you put ketchup on a chicken nugget, Dave? No, never. What? I think it's a staple. I thought that you, you make a little, like palette of ranch and ketchup and barbecue sauce and i like to go from one to the other and sometimes <laughs> blend them look at exactly. taylor swift's plate from the chiefs game with huh? the ranch and ketchup yeah. mix now of course there's a survey that's been done on this because why wouldn't there be and maybe that i don't know i don't know what? if it's our childhoods ketchup came in last place for the dipping for nuggets like at eight percent i wouldn't even people. know if they have it as an option 
at yeah. McDonald's when you order it online. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> honey mustard? I think I like honey mustard on my nugs. I, I don't mind that. I also like honey mustard. I, honey mustard's not bad. I'm self-proclaimed condiment queen, so I will dip it in ketchup or honey mustard mm. or barbecue or honey, <laughs> basically whatever you want. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hey, Brian, thanks for the call, and you have the nugs your way. Okay, buddy. Have a good day. Okay, seven four nine B one zero five Ashley, and now we know stat. Are they weird for dipping nugs and ketchup and toddlers everywhere? Come on, seven four nine B one zero five. Also through our app and more of the Big Dave podcast. B one zero five, the Big Dave show. You never know what's just going to sort of pop up as a huge debate here on the show. Inadvertently, Ashley, in passing, mentioned a while back that she eats chicken nuggets and, you know, dips them in ketchup. And then everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Stat says he dips them in ketchup. Yeah. Nothing wrong. All right. Uh, Nick from Oxford, uh, where do you stand on the ketchup on the nugs? Uh, it's a definite no for me. Why is that? For me, ketchup stays pretty standard to any type of potato-based substrate. Uh, not, not, nothing, nothing much. I don't even like it on a hot dog all that much. And if it's a hamburger, I'm going with mayonnaise. But um, I have to add an extra element to this. My mom grew up putting ketchup on fish, and my dad and I have been repulsed by this for absolutely years. I mean, oh. we're fishermen ourselves. We come home, we pull them up, and she's just smothering them in ketchup, and we're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, what the heck? Oh. If it was fried, like the breading, Stop. because one time I was at a party, and they had fried chicken catered, and I asked the host, I'm like, do you have any ketchup? And literally, I think everyone in the party just went, like, dead silent. And I'm like... <laughs> Because I put ketchup on fried chicken sometimes. No, uh, fish stick I could see ketchup the, on. but the breading. The breading. And yeah. you make a good point there. But regular fish, that's weird. Your mom is weird, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, uh, tell her we said hi nonetheless. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. Thank you. Uh, Sarah from Oxford, where do you stand on the uh, ketchup on the nugs? Well, I prefer sweet and sour sauce, but I've got a couple of kids who will do nothing but ketchup. I just find it really strange that people think that ketchup and nuggets is weird. Like, you don't have to like it, but that's pretty normal. Yeah, I just said it because it's like a part of who I am. And then people are questioning it. And then I'm like, what is wrong yeah. with me or what is wrong with them? I don't know. Uh, Cheryl messaged in, <laughs> said it's not weird at all. She fed her kids chicken nuggets with ketchup. And now her grandkids eat their chicken nuggets with ketchup. Yeah. I'm sure that's how I started out as a kid, but I prefer the McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. I'd, I'd try that for yeah, sure. I'd try that. What about on eggs? I, I put ketchup on my eggs, and I love ketchup on my mac and cheese. Let so me ask you, you this. Oh, wait. Yeah, whoa, that's whoa, like my cousin. No, wait, Hold on. Wait, ketchup wait, on, on mac and yeah, cheese? I don't do yeah. that with my cousin. Hey, let me yeah. ask you, Sarah. What about a little grape jelly on scrambled eggs? Nora... Norton uh, messaged in. She's been putting grape jelly on eggs for years. Is that a thing now? I never put it on my scrambled eggs, but I like it on my sausage egg um, croissant. Okay, I'm starving now oh, yeah, at this yeah, point. Well, this Guys, come just, on. We didn't even get here. Sorry. Somebody feed me. <laughs> I, I, I literally have nothing to eat here, and now I'm Ashley over Actually, here. Actually, you know what I meal prepped today? <laughs> what? <laughs> Chicken wings. Stop. <laughs> I got them in the fridge. That works. <laughs> Uh, coming through the B105 app, Melissa Chestnut says, uh, Taylor Swift likes her chicken with ketchup and seemingly ranch. <laughs> Leave Ashley alone. Thank you. Coming to your defense there. B105. Okay, so uh, B105, the Big Dave Show, we got chicken nuggets with ketchup, scrambled eggs with 
ketchup and jelly. It just it's everywhere. And now, Bree, what are you eating? So it's not what I'm eating. I have a best friend named Emily Davis, and I could top everybody else's. She makes ham and turkey sandwiches with ketchup on it. <sighs> ham and turkey. Yes, a ham and turkey sandwich, cold turkey sandwich with ketchup on it. Now, for me, that is a mayo and mustard kind of yeah. sandwich. See, that's what I am, too. That is a condiment conundrum right there. Why would she ever do that? Maybe she didn't have any mayonnaise once. She was a pick. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Eater as a kid, that her mom just oh, put ketchup was. on everything. She said yeah. the only oh. way she would eat it. I know this kid. Now <laughs> she's grown up. It's nice to hear. <laughs> exactly. I make fun of her every day, and I've told everyone ever since I found out. <laughs> That's well, a good friend. You yeah, guys are yeah. real friends. Then. You know what? Uh, by calling us, you really just upped that number. So good job. <laughs> oh, I'm calling her now. <laughs> More of the Big Dave podcast. It's a B105, The Big Dave Show. It is indeed a small world after all. And Statman and Statwife Kayla are getting ready to drive a pretty good little chunk of it because Thursday, you're, I don't want to say eastbound and down. You're kind of southbound and down. Where are you heading? Yeah, we're going to Disney World. I didn't have to win a Super Bowl to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're also going to Universal also. It's my kids' marching band trip. They're going to march Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and then also march through Universal. That's fun. And I just, you know, throughout the summer, we've been, you know, saving up and paying off this trip and getting ready. I didn't think about the time of year that we're going. I just thought, oh, it's going to be nice and cool, you know, it's fall. I forgot Halloween is going on down there. Oh. And they do Halloween like nobody else. Oh, fun. So all the attractions are going to be decorated, monsters running around at night. I mean, Halloween to me is right there with Christmas. is like my favorite time of year. And now we just got a whole lot more excited to go. That's yeah, fun. The display is yeah. going to be crazy. Oh, so I bet. your kids are marching in a parade through yeah. Disney. Yeah, they are both in flag corps, and I guess this is just something that Disney offers the marching bands around, and uh, we do a big band trip every other year, and this is the big one. That's fun, and they and they also do a parade at Universal Studios. Yeah, oh. which also does Halloween. They oh, say even more gory, and uh, we got a coworker here, Tisha, who's a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, I told her I was going, and she goes, "Oh my gosh." 
You're going to be in Hogwarts for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I didn't even think of that. All right. But I, I, I'm interested about this trip down. So are you and Kayla, are you on the buses with the kids? How oh, many buses no. we got? What do we got? I mean, I love my kids, but come on, man. That <laughs> bus is going to be crazy. So we're driving separate. We're actually not right. even chaperones. We're in the same hotel. Okay. But that's just to bring the cost down. Sure. We don't have to put kids to bed or feed anybody. Uh, we will get to ride the shuttle bus to the park with the kids. Okay. Nice. And then afterwards. Um, but, yeah, totally driving separate. We all are going to leave at the same time. And then Kayla and I are going to stop and have a big breakfast. And then drive past the kids and, like, wave and <laughs> yeah. laugh. Yeah. And then stop and have a big lunch. And then drive so, by and I might moon the bus. Would, oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, that wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I want to do. But I, but I, I would like that do. stricken from the conversation. Here. <laughs> so you guys will go ahead. How many stops? I mean, you got a bus full of high school kids. Oh, They've got to be stopping all the time, right? Now, they did get a charter bus. So oh. they got the bathroom in the back. Okay. But y'all know the rule. It's only, only number, number one. one. That's right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to stop, I think, like three or four times, depending upon. And how long how is the, the drive, sleep. like from here to what it's, do you think? It's like 18 hours. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's oh quite a haul. That yeah. was a long, long one. But, dude, these memories, like for you and your family and your girls walking in the parade. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I like. They're in their prime, right? Like, this is so huge for them, being in high school, and they get to go experience this, and their mom and dad are going to be there? Stop. Uh, see, that's what I thought, too. And my kids are like, we get to hang with our friends. I'm going <laughs> to see <laughs> Bella. I get to sit with her on the bus. We're going to have all... And I'm like... Wait a but, but we're coming too. Uh, I hope they can fit us into their schedule. Let's, let's go back to that portion of the conversation where you say, we're going to drive by and I'm going to moon the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not my dad. <laughs> I'm going to have to stay 500 feet away from the kids. Dang it. <laughs> More of the Big Dave podcast. It was off yesterday uh, down in Nashville for the Titans-Bengals game, and I've got to be uh, 100% honest here, actually, as I was watching that debacle unfold here in Cincinnati. I'm sitting there thinking in the second half, all right, so uh, Ashley, Sude, and the gang, are they still at this game? Are you suck? Because I knew it was hot there and the Bengals were laying an egg and I'm just like, when did you guys tap out and say enough of this? Well, when we first got there, we had like a 40-mile incline walk to our seats. <laughs> so that was pretty brutal to start. And it was already hot. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, the tickets we got, I mean, they were in the clouds, which sure. was fine. Yeah. So we finally get up to our seats and we get a drink. We, get, we sit down and there is not one cloud in the sky. There's like no shade. Mm -hmm. We are just melting so I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna say it. I'm going to throw it out there to all my friends. You guys trying to leave at halftime? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, last week you were complaining because a couple of them did want to leave early. And you're like, no, we're bought tickets. We're staying for the game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I was like, we're not going to leave early. I paid, I paid for this seat. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, no, no. Everybody was on board to get up. And we tried to go. To, we went down to like a lower level to get some shade and get a Caterade, get out of the sun. I mean, it was just a scorcher. And uh, we we all decided halftime it is. We're out. You're gone. And uh, I mean, the game. Well, yeah. Like, it was, it was yeah I think, I think the Bengals quit playing by halftime too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So where did you go once you left the, the Titan Stadium there? So we went back to a bar, back to Broadway to just, 
I can't even say we really watched the rest of the game. We went to watch music and, sure. and dance and try to forget about what was happening on TV. Exactly. And uh, at one point, we were walking back to the hotel to change our clothes because, I mean, we were just disgusting. And we run in. Obviously, there are a lot of people are intoxicated, but we ran into maybe the drunkest guy in Nashville. <laughs> really? Uh, now, maybe. That's hard to find. <laughs> yeah. And I, we found him. And uh, I'm with Sude, and he is obsessed with her teeth. With her teeth? <laughs> what? With her teeth. Why Why is it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, she does have a really nice set of teeth. She has a beautiful <laughs> smile, but why does hers stand out from yours? Or They're anybody? more white. Oh. Sue's teeth, they always have been. I'll be like, so I gotta quit take, I gotta quit smiling in pictures next to you because her teeth are so white. And I just, I'm so glad I, I got this video of this drunk guy complimenting her teeth. Let's see. Oh my God, the white teeth. Beautiful. Remember, oh my God, look, you're so pretty. Oh, you're <laughs> Where you from? Cincinnati. Oh my God, they do teeth like this. They do. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally flirting. I love it. Well, I mean, I think he was just blown away by her smile, but it, he was also hammered. So yeah. it was just—it was hilarious. He, at one point, he's sitting there with the phone out trying to take a picture of her and he says America in that. Like, I, he's I, like I, Little I, Miss America or something. Hang on. Let's see. Oh my God. The white is America. Oh my God. Look, you're so pretty. Oh, Where are you from? Cincinnati. Oh my God. They do teeth like this. They do. They do teeth like that Cincinnati. He just risen her up. I love it. Drunk guy in Nashville for the win. Big Dave podcast. B105 and Dylan Scott's latest there. Dylan going to be at the Andrew J. Brady Music Center next month on November 11th. All the info on that show and all the shows around here at B105.com. It is the uh, Big Dave show and it is uh, Fat Bear Tuesday. What? I'm a big chubby bear with a furry little tail. Happy as a bear can be. I'm a big chubby bear with a furry little tail. I'm so proud to be. All right, so what is this on? <laughs> Fat Bear Tuesday, what does this mean, Stephanie? Yes, Man? this is a competition they do every year while bears are getting ready for hibernation. They fatten up. Okay. And they measure them at the beginning of the season in the spring when they first come out of their caves. Yeah. And then they give like a, an average weight. They can't obviously put these bears on a scale. No. Uh, now, and then they line them all up, put them in a bracket, and we have <laughs> Fat Bear Week. This is Fat Bear. So this is akin to March Madness with bears. Yes, yeah, so Today's Fat Bear Tuesday. Yeah. All Last right. year's winner was a number. Some of them have numbers. Some of them have awesome names we'll get to in a second. But bear number 747 was our winner from last year. His dominance combined with his fishing skills allowed him to build up substantial fat reserves for the winter. Even in the summer, he still carries the weight of his previous successes. So he he won the hibernation. That's what that this is all about. Yeah. And this is happening in Alaska. This is where these yeah. brown bears are. Okay. So you can bet on which bear you think is going to hibernate the best and go in the fattest. Yes. And this week we have Chunk taking on Grazer, Walker, Holly, and Otis all competing. And then there's a lot of numbered bears. A lot sure. of them just have numbers. I think it's... my money would be on Chunk. That sounds... That's a great name. Well, yeah. Chunk, he has a uh, low-hanging belly and ample hindquarters. Oh, wait. <laughs> Why are you looking his... at me when you say that? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. No. All right. So, uh, Chunk, is, is he the favorite this year? Do they have one yet? I, I would lean on him. He's a young guy. And believe it or not, they even have a cub 
section with uh-huh. the Fat Bear Junior. Okay. <laughs> bracket that's happening. Well, they're But grown. all the babies, they just have numbers right now. They kind of earn their names later, like Chunk. Yeah. And Grazer, I guess he just never stops eating. And, and Holly, come on. We got a mama bear in the mix there, too. Ooh. Who would have ever thought there's a bracket <laughs> literally for the weight of bears? Well, this is a great thing that the National Park Service <laughs> does every year, and it's fun. I mean, come on, Fat Bear Week. Who doesn't uh, want to get involved in that? You go to explore.org and vote today. All right. Fat Bear Tuesday. Please, no wagering. Right. Can I vote on this on FanDuel? You know, <laughs> I lost enough money on the Bengals game the other day. Maybe I can recoup my losses there. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105 Jelly Roll and Laney Wilson is the Big Dave show. Uh, Jelly Roll there. Do you think he has a southern accent when you hear him talk? He sounds kind of like an evangelical preacher most of the time. I bet you after a couple drinks, it comes out like yeah. most of us. Well, believe it or not, time. Jelly Roll and I are from very close locations. He grew up in Antioch, Tennessee, a suburb of Nashville. And just about another 15 miles down the interstate from that is Murfreesboro, where I grew up. So we do we have the same accent? Do we do the same kind of talking, do you think? I don't After know. After a few glasses of Jack, I mm. think you do. I, <laughs> back into my, I, you know, I kind of trained it out of myself when I wanted to be in radio. I thought, I'm going to be in radio. I can't be talking like this, y'all. I can't but just, you know, yeah. well, why have not? that. Well, it well, could work. Because, it, no, even people in the South don't want to hear that. I, I don't think on the radio. <laughs> they don't want to hear it. And you've got a big story here, Stat, about the Southern Are accent. Where in tarnation is it going, y'all? It's disappearing. <laughs> In the southern accent. That's what they're saying. Oh, it's going yeah. away. So a study done with the collaboration of University of Georgia and Georgia Tech, it just went on down to the local uh, hardware store and just talked to a couple fellas. Sure. And after hours of spoken word, pretty much somebody was giving them directions, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they found that the, the notable change in Gen Xers of the disappearing of the southern drawl. So the southern drawl is going away thanks to Generation X and yeah. then everybody after the millennials well, I, and everything else. I don't know. I mean, basically they're saying their explanation is that the demographic shift saw a lot more people move to the south and that led the younger people to adjust their speech to their peers and it's just kind of going away. Hmm. But, and they don't want to sound like their parents. They don't want to sound like a boomer. Okay. All right. So I, I think, I don't think I have a Southern accent really. Do you, but no, actually, you I don't give think me... you do, but there are certain words when you yeah. say them. Saying. I give you a hard time now. I'm not making fun of you. Come on. It's I know just, you're It's not. like, I'm like, I just notice you say that word different than I do. It doesn't make it wrong. Mm-hmm. For example, we, we probably been down this road before the word orange. When I say it, it has like one orange, one syllable. When you say it, it has like six. <laughs> orange. 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 I, am I really saying it that it's different? It's not that different. Yeah. It's just different than how I say it. What's and it? then and then there's another word, tour. Like I went on a tour. Like I saw Jelly Roll on his latest tour. 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 It's, it's just it, different. And then your sayings too. You have little things like uh you know Boy Howdy. Boy Can we address howdy. that oh, one? Yeah. To, to I'm like Big Dave man. when you were on vacation uh, back in July, I'm like Big Dave's on here, you're not going to be here in the Boy Howdies, but boy, he'll be back. I just say boy oh howdy. Man, boy howdy, it's going to be hot today. Yeah, exactly. I love you for. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you better that's what you say. So, I don't know if little sayings will go away, but the accent Yeah, the draw. I don't want it to go away. 
I, I like that it. accent. On me or other people? You really don't have it. I know. Pers- I really don't. Restaurant. And I don't like how you say that word either. Restaurant? Runt. Like R-U-N-T at the end. Restaurant. Am I supposed to say restaurant? Restaurant. I think it'd be... Colorflies the language. Like when my mom talks, she says all sorts of, you know, oh, isn't she cuter than a speckled puppy? <laughs> you know, little things like that. I'm going down to Kroger's, got my coupons. I noticed you put the S on Kroger's uh, and too. And she always does. My, <laughs> I, I can't correct my mom. She shops at Myers. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's her. Nobody says Costco's. <laughs> no. <laughs> they sure don't. Maybe I should go back home. I bet they do, right? <laughs> hey, this guy grew up right down the road from me, too. He's got a little bit of that southern drawl. Dustin Lynch from Tullahoma, Tennessee. This is his- More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are courtesy of Bob Duke. I love that name, Bob Duke. Well, it sounds like somebody that would have done what Bob Duke did. He was a master sergeant in the Army for 36 years, and he is now retired along with his wife, Vicki. 80 years old now, Bob and Vicki live on a Carolina National Golf Club there in Bolivia, North Carolina. He likes to get out and play golf. But he has another hobby that's really helping out his fellow servicemen. This is what Bob started to do a few years ago. In fact, 12 years ago, he started going out into the woods and collecting the golf balls that other golfers had lost. You know, they shank one, they you know drive it off and they can't find it. I got a mulligan here. So he starts finding these balls and begins noticing, hey, I've got like a truck full of these things. So he starts to sell them to raise money for the Wounded Warrior Project. Oh, how neat. And at first, he's just kind of doing this around the neighborhood and to golfers at that country club. And he's using old egg cartons to put the golf balls in and sell them. Very nice. $5 a dozen. That's how much Bob was charging for the golf balls to his neighbors. So this started to kind of snowball or golf ball as it would be. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to start an organization called Golf Balls as Gifts. And all the profits from that will continue to go to the Wounded Warrior Project. And now it's gone nationwide because, well, people drop off buckets of balls at his house and country clubs and golf clubs from all around the country now ship them their old balls to sell to support wounded warriors. That's crazy. Like, he just had a little idea of, I'm going to go pick up some golf balls and look what it's turned into. 6,000 golf balls later, he has raised so much more money. In fact, recently, Bob was honored by the Wounded Warriors Project for his substantial donations over the past decade. How much? Well, thanks to selling golf balls and donations and monetary donations, $500,000. Holy (laughs) How much this all started from him saying, I'm just going to go out and pick up some golf balls that people lost. And now the Wounded Warriors Project has gotten $500,000 because of golfers slicing and losing their balls in the woods. That's crazy. Amazing. And you can donate directly at woundedwarriorproject.org or you can buy some of Bob's golf balls there as well. Where does he get all the egg cartons? That's a lot of egg cartons. <laughs> well, he's kind of upgraded those since the days. Now he's got a little bit of an assembly line plastic, nice thing that you okay, can see cool. through. So he's good to go. But as Bob would say, look me up if you need some golf ball. Bob Duke, thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. More.
of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we have Amy from Union KY. She is a mother of three and a physical therapist after this joke. Amy, can you check out my shoulder? It's getting a little janky there. Are you mind? I sure can. Or maybe just go work on Burroughs' calf, for God's sakes. All right, let's have that joke, girl. <laughs> Why didn't the elephant want to play with his friends? I don't know. Why, Why didn't, didn't the elephant, elephant want to play, play with, with his, his friends? friends? One was a cheetah, the other was a lion. <laughs> <laughs> and you did it. And hey, those things you might see at the circus, right? Right. Exactly, because you and your three kids are going to Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, the greatest show on earth, October 27th through the 29th. Awesome. You got a four pack there, Amy. Have yourself a great day, and thanks for listening to B105. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.